Welcome back to the second episode of The Essence of Hoops. Here with me, Henry Duncan and Bauer Patton. Do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was cheesy. That was, I just they stole Nike's uh, <laughs> motto or whatever. Nike's is just do it, not let's do it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, second episode. Last time it was the Grit and Grind show until we found out that there are about a thousand grit and grind shows out there so we're here the essence of hoops on apple Podcasts and spotify yes also rss.com you can find our website links to everywhere it's posted there are a few other spots uh give us a follow we're gonna be coming out with a twitter page soon um and hopefully an instagram as well uh, that way we can keep y'all updated while we're not doing an actual podcast. Last time we got into some good stuff. A lot has happened since then. Yes. Uh, I believe our last last time we released was like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, two two Saturdays ago. Uh, we both were unavailable, have been unavailable, couldn't do it together. So we're here now. A lot has gone on. Uh, in terms of free agency, we had the draft. A lot has gone on in Memphis. Yes. Uh, involving the JV trading, whatever. So we're gonna just this time talk about the draft. Uh, we're gonna save the free agency and everything kind of not involved in the draft, and hopefully, whatever the Grizzlies do in terms of free agency, we're gonna save that for next time. This time, we're just gonna start with the draft. We're gonna go over. The top 10 picks. No. Top 14. Yeah, we're going to go over the lottery. The lottery. And uh, just kind of give our opinions on that. And then after that, some of these unimportant guys are, you know, not really, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, draft picks that aren't going to do much. Or we think just are kind of, eh, we're not going to really touch on those. But we are going to touch on some later in the first round and a few in the second round. Uh so let's get this started off with Pistons drafting Cade Cunningham. It was kind of a no-brainer. Cade Cunningham only allowed the Pistons to work him out. Uh, Bauer, what do you what do you think about this? I think that is a little pompous right there. Like only allowing one team to work out with you, and then you pick the Pistons. It's like don't like you, and then it's just you know then you fall a little bit. Anyway, got Jacqueline. Six eight point guard, I believe. Yes. Which is just insanely tall. Has a three point shot. You know, took did pretty well at um, Oklahoma State this year. Yeah, he uh, at, played twenty seven games. Uh, they did all right. Uh, March Madness had twenty points a game. This is regular season. Twenty points a game, six rebounds, and three and a half assists, shooting. 43% from the field, so he was uh, given a lot of shots, obviously being number one pick. But what impresses me is 40% from the three-point line. That's just, I mean, it's been similar with a three-point shot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I like him. I got to see him play at Montverde, Montverde, as some people say, uh, along with Scotty Barnes and Moses Moody, and that was just a dominant team. Who all went in a lottery, which is crazy to have that. You don't see that. I mean, you see that now more than you do, you know, 10 years ago. But that's just crazy. You have three lottery picks playing on one high school team. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, that, this was kind of no-brainer. Everybody knows it's going to happen. The I think the Pistons were very disappointed with last year's lottery pick and Killian Hayes going four, correct? Yeah, I think he basically sat out the whole year with like a hip injury, I think. Yeah, and uh, he, I mean, was kind of going to learn from D. Rose and whatnot, and then D. Rose got traded. So, I hope that the Pistons play Billy at the one. I hope they don't give him, like, I don't give up on him after one. I know, I hope they play him and then play Cunningham at the two off ball. Yeah. But he still has the ball in his hands more than Killian does. Like, I want Killian to be, like, the facilitator and then Cunningham just scores. You want Killian to come up the court and pass it to Cunningham practically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And run some actions, you know, some down screens, some flare screens. Yeah. Something like that to get him open and let him go to work. Yeah. Will not have the ball in his hand, you know, ninety percent of the time, and just forget about your lottery pick last year. Even though it completely screwed that up. Yeah. So far. Uh, yeah, I think you have to give Killian uh, just a little bit more of a chance to develop. He, I mean, obviously was hurt all last year, had no chances yeah, to it, do anything. And when you do, it's kind of hard to judge. I know John Morant coming in as a second year, one rookie of the year. But he also had a pretty good surrounding cast for a second round, or excuse me, the second pick of the first round. So this is this will be interesting to see. I hope he does well. I don't hope the Pistons do well, necessarily, uh, but I do hope Cade Cunningham gets. He'll be a plus for them this season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, second pick of the draft, the Rockets took Jalen Green. Coming from the G League. Ignite team. Yes. Played in the G League bubble. I I mean, Jalen Green, you know, he was a no-brainer number two. Yeah. But I feel like going to the G League hurt his draft stock. Yeah. Well, the, he only got to play 15 games. That's true. And to prove yourself to NBA scouts, you have to prove yourself you can play in college basketball. Because arguably, in terms of defense, there's no better league or you know how would you say it organization yeah. I know the NCAA is an organization but like you know high school basketball is hard NBA basketball I mean obviously the hardest you're right it should be the hardest yes. maybe it's you know yeah. there's I mean playing defense in today's NBA is hard but in college basketball it's hard to score yeah. and he didn't get to really prove that or he chose not to prove that and that's why I think Cunningham got picked above them yeah, I think there is an argument that the G League is better basketball, though. You have better officials. I think you have better players. You get more in tune with the NBA game. Yeah. Well, and, and there's there are a lot of guys who are picked in the first round who in two or three years are playing a lot in the G League. Right. So I think you're playing a lot of those guys who are better than they were in college. Right. So I think that's good. Now, back to your point about you think this hurt him a little bit. Do you think Jalen Green could have been the first pick? If I, I mean, this is coming from a Memphis fan, but if he went to Memphis and took Memphis, scored 20 points a game like Cade Cunningham did, took them to the tournament, maybe get like the Elite Eight or something, then maybe you take him over. You you think it's just not obvious you take Cade Cunningham is the point Right, I think there's more of a, like, you know. It's more of a, more of a debate on Jalen's side. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in the G League bubble, played 15 games. Uh... Played around 32 minutes each game. Uh, had 17 points. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty shooting? good. Uh, shooting, he shot 
That's pretty. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, he shot thirty six from three, so that's okay. That needs to go up a little bit. Yeah, but if that's in college, you're a foot in or two or however much. Yeah. And so that's improved. Um, from just two pointers, she shot fifty three percent. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. I think. I mean, the Rockets. I think made the best pick out of everyone that was available. Oh yeah, for sure. I thought these two. You knew Cade was coming. You knew Jalen Green was coming. I thought maybe Evan Mobley would go, but it just kind of seemed like Jalen Green was going to be the Rockets guy. Yeah. And then after this is the draft, it's just like, what? I mean, it's just no one knew what was going to happen next. So yeah. you see the Cavaliers draft Evan Mobley. I thought that was the best pick. Out of the... Really? Okay. Yes and no. Like, the Cavaliers need... I don't think they needed a center. They had Jared Allen. Why would you not take... I know you don't want to take a draft of point guard because you've already got two. Yeah. But, like, you know, maybe Scotty Barnes was a good pick or Kuminga. I don't think Kuminga... You just can't take that low. That's true, I guess. Because then if you're a GM and Kuminga... You're a bust. Yeah, then it's really, what are you doing? Right. But I, I think Evan Mobley, he's a pretty dominant player. He he's, is. I mean, he's he about 7'1". He's got a really long wingspan. Uh, well, yeah, no, he's he's seven foot. But. Yeah, I believe he. Like he was like one of like only two players I think to do this. He won like defensive player of the year, like rookie of the year, and then like player of the year in his conference, which yeah. is really good. And they're in a hard conference. Mm-hmm. USC is so. So just to put that the Atlantic Coast Conference, right? No. Yeah, I think they're Atlantic Coast. No, Pac, no, no Pac, Pac, Pacific, Pac twelve, right? Pac twelve, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why I said ACC. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, get out of here with that. Anyway, at USC, had 16 points a game, 8 rebounds, uh, 2 assists. He's a big man. Assists, whatever. Uh, didn't really have too much help, so, yeah, assists don't matter. But shot 58% from the field. Only 30 from 3. Right. He's probably not going to be a stretch big. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes 2 a game. Yeah. Uh, field goal percentage, yeah, he's at 59 I was watching the draft, and uh, Jay Billis, who I know watches a ton of college basketball, says that his shot mechanics are good and that he could develop a three-point shot, Okay. which is what – I mean, that's what you want in a player that's already good, has really good strengths, but need to improve somewhere. You want them to have at least good basics. Yeah, if they're a really good player without that great of a shot, then they have a ton, ton of upside. Exactly. Uh, I don't like this. I only shot 69% from the line. But that can improve if you have good shot mechanics. I know yeah. that stinks if you're a big man because you're going to get fouled a lot. Yeah. That needs to be like 85 plus percent. Yeah, I like Evan Mobley. I like the pick. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for him. I think he'll do really well in the Cavs just because they have some other young guys there. Right. Colin Sexton isn't... Eh, it's kind of had a... Up and down. Yeah. And uh, so has... Uh, What's the dude from uh, Brentwood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darius Garland. Darius Garland. Uh, I like him. Yeah, I like him. I got to see him play in high school. That's cool. Yeah. To see a lot of people play in high school. Yeah. That well, was good... Yeah, as they're coming through, Memphis being a basketball city, that helps. It does help a lot. Yeah. All right, next, after that, Raptors drafted Scotty, Pont- Scotty Barnes. I want to hear your opinions, and then I'll get in on it. Scotty Barnes. So he played at uh, Florida, State. Florida State. I mean, it's a good pick. I, the reason I think it's it's a really big of a gamble, though, is you already have an established 
all-star at that position. Power forward. Like kind of that it's small Pascal, forward, power forward, yeah. yeah. Pascal Siakam plays that. You know? Even Ananobi, who plays the three, OG Ananobi is, I mean, better than Scotty Barnes right now. And I think you just took a really big gamble. Like, does that mean that the Raptors are going to go full rebuild and then take, uh, you know, trade away Siakam, you know? Yeah. I don't know why they didn't pick Jalen Suggs. You already traded away Lowry. Yeah. You got Drogic back for him. You need a point guard for the future because that's what you're they, doing. Well, they hadn't traded away Lowry, but they knew something was going to happen. They knew something was going to happen. They knew Lowry was going to stay. Yeah. But, like, or they were trade, signed a trade or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a tough pick. Yeah, it's controversial. I think it is. So you're kind of like, eh, you're, you, kind, you like it. I, well, if you have to no. say, if you, you either don't like it or like it, which one are you choosing? I'm going to say I don't like it. Because those picks should be switched. The Magic need a power forward, and the Raptors need a point guard. Yeah, I hate this. <laughs> just oh flat my out. gosh. <laughs> out, of, out of high school, he was dominant just because he had some dribble moves, and he's six nine. Right. Uh, he averaged 10 points a game at Florida State. That's not that good. 10 points a game on four rebounds. So he's not, he's weighs 230 pounds also. Wow, chunky monkey. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> means he's a big dude, but he's only averaging four rebounds. He's not really getting there in there in the paint. Pascal Siakam, if you're kind of saying he's not, he's, I don't know. There's just not much to him. Yeah, I, I don't know why you take that. Honestly. He shot 27% from three, so there's not, like, there's a, that much upside. There, I guess if he starts hitting from three, but other than that, I, this is not a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've never. Eh. Maybe just because he's so athletic and so tall and has kind of that big guard look to him. But we've seen that if you can't shoot and be and you're big and you can't shoot, i.e. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Then it's hard for you to thrive in yeah. NBA from that point guard position. Right. Giannis, I guess, is the only person. That, I guess, yeah, and he just gets. But Giannis is more athletic. Freak of nature, though. Yeah, maybe this turns out to be a Giannis type pick. I don't think so. I think that's a bold prediction to make. Uh, number five, we'll get into that Magic draft. Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. This is a great pick. Yeah. Well, okay, kind of. I don't get why you back. Why it's the pick? It's the no-brainer pick, considering they drafted Scotty Barnes ahead of him. Yep. Like, no one else below the draft is better than Jalen Suggs, in my opinion. Yes. And he led U- or he led, uh, UConn. He led Gonzaga to a national championship. Yeah. And uh, they lost They lost once. Yeah, in the championship game. In the game. championship. To a great Baylor team who lifts with the football team. Yeah. They're huge. And they had two. Uh, I thought Gerard Butler should have gone. Probably a little higher, maybe late first round. But forty is a little late, but yeah. The reason he didn't get picked there is he had a medical condition. Yes. Like that heart condition or whatever. Yeah, we didn't even know if he's gonna get drafted and play. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I mean it's just like a it's just you have to take him after they drafted Barnes. Yeah. You know? And I'm not very high on Cole Anthony. I know he went to UNC and he had no help there. I mean he was hurt for a little bit and it was just an awful UNC season. Uh I like Jalen Suggs a lot, though. I do, too. I think Jalen Suggs, maybe they play along with each other. I bet they end up doing that, Cole Anthony and yeah, uh, Jalen Suggs are there. 
and they call anything like a shooter. Yeah. Like, like spot up shooter. Yeah, I can see that. That's what I was hoping we were going to trade up and get five. Because yeah. I there a lot of predictions, a lot of NBA draft analysts had shown that Joe and Suggs was going to come in at five. There were a good bit of rumors saying that we would try to go get that. I think a Jalen Suggs and John Morant duo would be so fun to watch. Oh, that would be so yeah, that would have been so awesome. Yeah, it just I mean the Magic if they do that, you know, if they if the Raptors don't screw up by in my opinion taking Scotty Barnes, that means you have Kaminga and Barnes, and then the Magic are like well, we should take Jonathan Kaminga over Scotty Barnes because in my opinion Kaminga is better than Scotty Barnes, and they don't need a Jalen Suggs. You think you think if Suggs is taken by the Raptors? Yeah, the Magic take Kaminga. Really? I think so. I think Kaminga doesn't go that high purely because he just has a lot of weaknesses right now. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, one thing I don't like about Jalen Suggs, we've spent a good bit of time on him, then we'll get into six. Jalen Suggs shot 33% from three this year. That can improve, though. He had a buzzer beater. He just has ice in his veins. Yeah, he's a good player. He's Hard a worker. 75% from the line, though. That can go up. Yeah, but I just don't... That's hard to do, though. I see what you mean, though. Yeah, I don't I don't like the poor shooting in college. Once you extend the three out by, you know, two feet at yeah. the top of the key, it just doesn't really translate well. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into the sixth pick, which... Was thank goodness this happened. The Thunder drafted Josh Giddy. I thought he was going to fall. We had seen a lot of things that the Grizzlies were going to go for him. No matter how you feel on Zara Williams. He's better than Josh Giddy. Yeah, I, I think you look at, if you pick one or the other, I think you pick, take Zaire Williams any day. Josh Giddy, ton of weaknesses. Yeah, I just, the Thunder, you know, they have like so many picks. I guess they can afford to throw away one. Although, I don't know why you would in such a good draft. Yeah, I think they're just taking a risk. Yeah. They, they're going to have to take more than a few. At worst case, he's like not good in two years, and you have to trade him for another first round pick. Yeah, and I'm just back to square one. Mm-hmm. Because obviously not in a win now mode. Yeah. So I don't know. Not much to say on Josh Giddy. I'm just glad the Grizzlies didn't get him. Yeah, when they were showing uh, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. During the draft, I'm gonna read out his weaknesses. <laughs> there were five, like everybody, but they're big ones. First, ball handling. As a point guard, you need to know how to ball handle. So if your weakness is ball handling, why are you a point guard? Second, shot creation slash assertiveness. So you're when you need to be assertive, when you need to kind of take charge, yes, you're not doing well at getting a shot. And then when you don't need to be creating shots, you're taking bad shots. Uh, that just That's not good as a point guard especially. You need to be a smart player. Uh, third... Weakness was outside shooting. It's just hard to be a point guard if you can't shoot. It's, yeah, Simmons. it's hard to be. It's hard <laughs> to be anything except a seven foot three center in this league and not be able to shoot. Even Boban can shoot threes, and he's seven foot three. Boban so. can kind of shoot threes. He's made threes. He's made more threes than Ben Simmons. Put it that way. So so is everybody in the league practically. I know, but like you know, that's put that in perspective. Like a seven four guy. Okay. Anyway, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, on ball defense. Right. And lastly, athleticism. So it's like everything. I mean, it's like, okay, question. 
Would you take Jonathan Kaminga here if you're the Thunder and he's still on the board? Over yes. Josh oh, over Josh Giddy, yes. You already have a point guard in Gildas Alexander who you signed to $187 million or something. So they've drafted two point guards. They drafted a point guard. Yeah. And you already have a point guard that, you, that you're paying about $200 million. Why are you going to draft another point guard? I've got no clue. I'm mind-boggled. Yeah, I, I just don't like him. I don't know why he's all the way up. It's not that I don't like him. It's just I don't think his game is that promising. I'd, if your weakness is athleticism, you don't have a ton of that upside usually. Except Luka Doncic. That's the only exception. Yeah, but I mean, coming into the draft, I was like, oh, he knows how to score. Yeah. In the NBA right now, that's what you want. Right. Uh, we'll, get done, we'll be done with Josh Giddy. Number seven, the Warriors draft, Jonathan Kaminga. I'm glad the girls didn't get him. Okay. I like... Explain. We'll go back to weakness chart. I saw all that. Yeah. The weakness chart? Oh, I know, because you wanted a person that can shoot threes. Yes, because that's what threes. we need. That is what we need. Uh, We need someone who can shoot threes and get to the rim pretty well. He can do that, though. Yeah, he can get to the rim well, but his what we... His weaknesses were shot selection, ball handling, turnovers, outside shooting, and defensive effort. That's what I hate. Memphis is not a place to not give a lot of effort. This city's not going to like you. Uh We've been the blue-collar city, bluff city, since we've come to Memphis. Grit and grind. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that's us. That won't do it here. Yeah, I just, I mean, I watched the, so I got to watch the Warriors versus Heat. Like summer league before summer league, they had like some exhibition games that were don't count for summer league. Yeah, this dude does not try on defense. He doesn't like John Morant. You know, plays eh, defense. He does not. Jonathan Kaminga does not play defense unless he knows he can block the shot, which I don't like that. He just plays lackadaisical, uh, which I don't like that. He's playing like a lottery pick. Yeah, which I don't like. No, he needs to be playing like he he was the sixtieth pick or a unsigned. I hope that that. Draymond Green shapes him into a very good defensive player. Yeah. And it's just on him. Like, like Draymond Green was on James Wiseman yeah. about not trying. Yeah. And I think that's what Draymond Green does for Jonathan Kaminga. He'll be, he'll be better than what his weaknesses are after he gets done through that Warriors. Because the Warriors can develop people. We've seen that. Yeah. Uh, so, Jalen Green averaged 18 points per game. Second pick, Jonathan Kaminga in the G League averaged 16. So there's not a ton of differentiation there. Right. Jalen Green, though, can shoot threes. Jonathan Kaminga shot 24.6% from three. That's horrendous. That's terrible. I, that's, that's the thing. The Grizz needed an outside shooter. That's why I'm glad we didn't end up. I, I think we were taking Zaire no matter who was on the board. Unless there was a Jalen Suggs or a uh, Cade Cunningham, which obviously wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, I think I think this is the right pick. You don't really need a lot of shooting on the Warriors. That's true. That, you already that, have, that's very true. Yeah, you have the best shooter, arguably, in Steph of all time, and then you have Clay, who's top five, in my opinion. I think so. I mean, yeah, he just needs to go there and make layups and dunks and – Highlight plays. If he can be like a way better Kelly Oubre, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the number eight pick. The Magic, once again, draft Franz 
Wagner. Franz Wagner, however you want to say it. Bo Wagner's younger brother. This is just weird. I mean, this is... I know there's not a ton of people left on the board that you're like, you're like oh, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. But this is just interesting. It was his second year at... He played, he played two years in Michigan. Okay. He didn't get the finish, obviously, with COVID. Right. Uh, in his freshman season, he averaged 11.6 points. Sophomore season, only 12 and a half. So he went a point, and now he's at the eighth overall pick. Like I, don't, I don't really see... He's only 34% from three. Uh, he's 47% from the field. I know we keep bringing up a lot of stats... And in college, you only get 40 minutes, and so... I don't know. It's just a weird pick. Magic, just, I don't know. They, I guess they made the right pick at five. I'm not sure if they made the right pick at eight. No, I think Moses Moody's better. <laughs> Hopefully Zaire's better. I hope he is, yeah. Uh, Kisper's better. I know he's older, but, I mean, Kisper can shoot threes. Yeah, I think that's the reason Kisper is... So which, high, or you know, or so yeah. low at fifteen. I think James Boudinot's better. I know you don't want to draft a third, a second point guard, but third point better. guard, yeah. So I don't know. That's just a weird pick. Yeah. Uh. Nine. Davion Mitchell. By the Kings. Pick. You don't. Do you know why? Why is that? Because now you have three point guards on your roster: De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton. And Davion Mitchell. I think Halliburton's going to start this year if he can get back from that in meniscus surgery or whatever that he had at the end of the season that didn't let him finish. But All right, You're saying that Davion Mitchell, you don't like that just because of the point guard situation? Right. I, well, I think you play him as shooting guard. I think he plays a good shooting guard. I liked him in the... Um, so he should be a backup shooting guard? Hmm. Will your buddy healed? That's a good point. But who else are you taking right now? Are you taking Moses? Zaire? I mean... I don't think Zaire care. was up there for anybody, though. Okay. Maybe not. But if you don't care about age, Kispert, because already Xavier Mitchell is already 22. He's already got transferred out of Auburn. And, I mean, I don't know. It's just so... I guess he's definitely the best player on the board at this time, but maybe just not. You wish the cards had been dealt differently to the Kings. But here's what I like. Davion Mitchell is on a very good team and is a very physical dude. He's huge. He's going to be able to come into the league. He's not going to take a physical step back. That's true. Some some rookies and sophomores are still just trying to develop their body, so they're not even really able to develop their skill. We see with Desmond Bain, whenever he does get into the paint, he's not struggling because he's a big dude. Right. Davion Mitchell is a Desmond Bain with what looks like a better shot. Shot 44% from three. Uh, of course, let's just say same shot as Desmond Bain. Better at getting in the lane. Dude is stupid quick. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah. We saw that uh, all through March Madness in big games. Uh, so I, I like this pick. I really like Davion Mitchell. I was kind of hoping that somehow we got him, just because I does think I do think he can play a really good shooting guard role. Right. I think with John Morant, he'd be deadly. Uh, I wasn't able to follow it, but whenever, just because I was out of town, time difference, 
whenever I woke up, saw the picks, I was just going through one, two, three, four, just kind of seeing. I saw Davion Mitchell was taking at nine. I was like, all right, dang it. Yeah. Then we got to ten. Being in Memphis, sports. One second though. Uh, you want to stay on nine? All right. I have one more. I have one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. We talk about how Jonathan Wiggins does not try on defense. Davion Mitchell's gonna try and work his ass off on defense for you. Yeah. Which I think that the the Kings really need a defensive player. Because I mean I don't know how much dear I don't get to watch a ton of the Kings to be honest. They're not exactly a nationally televised team. <laughs> the only time you watch them is when they're playing the Grizzlies, and yeah, two of those games they were playing scrubs. So, so, whatever. Yeah, I I really like this. He's yeah. a big physical dude. He's really quick. I think he's going to end up doing really well. I wouldn't surprise if he starts over Tyrese Halbert. I could see that. I would not. Yeah, I would not be surprised. I think you move Buddy to the three. Yeah, Harrison Barnes to the four. Trey Bagley and yeah. Holmes to the five. Oh, I forgot about Harrison Barnes, though. Yeah. Harrison Barnes is kind of washed up, in my opinion. Yeah, I bet he comes off the bench. Right. Uh, so, uh, heck, they might end up trading Buddy Heald. That's true. That'll be interesting to want, see. The Lakers, I think, still want him. Um, all right, so we're Memphis, you know. Yeah, like I was saying, sports show. Uh, let's let's just go ahead and talk about it. In this whole draft, we were talking about Zaire Williams. Zaire Williams. Yeah. So now let's talk about him. Let's start with the trade that got him here, though, first. Uh, the Grizzlies on draft day, I believe, traded Jonas Valanciunas. Two days, it was a few days before. Oh, right, because yeah, that's right. Because we knew that we weren't. We were like, oh, now we can look forward to something in the draft. Yeah. We traded Jonas Valanciunas, our starting center, for and the 17th overall pick and the 51st overall pick for Stephen Adams, to, or to the Pelicans. We traded, and then we got Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, the 10th and 40th. The 40th got later traded to the Jazz, and then a 2022 top 10 protected Lakers, which means we should have that pick because the Lakers are not going to be in the lottery, which is based on top 10. Yeah. The, the only only thing I don't like about that is it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a late pick, possibly 30th. That's true. But I, I'll take a first-round pick. Uh, I don't, not if we take Santi again. We'll get into that. Uh <laughs> Uh, but Klein improves. He's able to move up pretty well without right. giving up much. So I think I'm trusting in Kleinman right now. And theoretically, I think we might trade Eric Bledsoe. I wouldn't be surprised. He's got a huge salary. Yeah. So Steven Adams. That was another big thing. I was like, do we really want to take – the reason we got the 10th pick is because we take on Steven Adams' $25 million a year salary. I believe Bledsoe's at 22 Yeah, I mean, we're just paying them way too much. So I hope we move on from them quickly. Yeah. Like Jaron at the – Four or play Jared at the five, and just yeah, be done with him. I don't know. I mean, Zaire Williams. So yeah, uh, Bledsoe's only it's only fifteen. That's but true. between the two of them, that's forty million. Bledsoe's pretty washed up. Yes. I'll tell you when this when the trade came out, I was very disappointed. Right. I didn't like trading. Uh, Jonas. Right. The only reason I'm alright with it is because for how well he's playing and yeah. the other people we have on our payroll, we don't have room for three maxes. We're going to have to give Ja one. Uh-huh. It's going to be hard for us not to give Jaron one. Yeah. Just because 
He's probably going to want one, being that player. Yeah. Jonas is playing better than Jaron. Yeah. Arguably better than Ja, just because he regularly puts up 20 and 10. Right. So that's a hard pill to swallow, just seeing that paint presence that go away. 20 and 10 in every game pretty much this season. Yeah. Gone. No, it 20 and 15, honestly. Yeah. Like, he's the only person on the team that rebounded the time. Him and, like, Kyle Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. That's where. That's also why I'm scared. Where is our rebounding going to go? Because Jaron's not rebounding. He doesn't box out at all. Jaron's going to stand in the corner and shoot threes. Maybe he'll take a step back from the wing every now and then. Yeah. I don't know. That's be weird. <laughs> uh, also, Zaire pick. I don't like very much. Yeah. Uh, I know he has a ton of upside. Yeah. But I feel like all the guys that we've got gotten before this, ah, just... I just don't like these picks. Yeah. Memphis hasn't done really well with them in the past, I don't feel. Uh, usually the guys that we take this in the lottery are well-established. Yes. Uh, so Zaire Williams just only played 20 games because of Stanford's season, and he took some break for family deaths. He had two, unfortunately. Had takeaway from the game. There's a lot on his head. He's also 6'8", 185, so he's a real skinny dude. He shot 29% from three. Which, this is not what the Grizzlies need. No. The Grizzlies need a three-point shooter. We've been saying that for 15 years as a Grizzlies. We need a shooting guard or a small forward that can shoot threes consistently. And we think a small forward that shot 27% from three. Yeah, 29. 29, my bad. Well, yeah, 37. Uh, my bad. Yeah, 37 from the field, though. <laughs> That's just like, uh I know he had a bad season, but Kleiman, though, who has picked well recently in terms of trading up in Brandon Clark, Tillman, and Bain. Yeah. And he said he was going to pick Williams from high school. high school. Yeah. I think that I have a lot of faith in Zach Kleiman. He has not screwed up yet. This, though, might be... This is his biggest chance right here. We get to see Zaire play tomorrow in his first summer league game because the trade between the Pelicans and us just became official today. Last night, I think. Last night. 12-01. Yes. Yes, so today, this morning. And that will be exciting to see him and Santi and the new addition from the Bucks. Sam Merrill. Yes, the little white shooting guard will be joining us. I'm excited just to kind of see. At this point, there's no reason to really be upset. Right. As I read stuff about him, a lot of mixed emotions from everybody, not just Chris fans. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird pick, in my opinion. We all, me and Henry, wanted Moses Moody, even though he did not perform as well in March Madness. He played really well during the regular college season. And to see that not happen, and to once begin getting a three a three or four, you know, power forward, small forward, it was just kind of like, ugh. Like, when I, like, my dad and I were watching the draft, and they were like, Zyre Williams, like, what? I'm like, what did we just pick? Who? I mean, everybody thought it was going to be Mezis. Yeah. I mean, everyone in Memphis did. Yeah. This is the best three-point shooter. Uh, 
17 points per game for Moses versus Zaire's 10 on a Stanford team. Stanford did nothing. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They didn't make March Madness. Arkansas went to the Elite Eight, led by Moses Moody. Right. Of course, you're making it to Elite Eight. I mean, they have a really good surrounding cast. Uh, Justin Smith, who ended up signing with the Miami Heat, was on there. Uh, he played some big time minutes. Uh, they had, like, the fifth recruiting class in the nation for Mrs. Moody's class was so there's I mean it's just it's just rough it's just, I, ho- I hope he pans out yes. I really do because otherwise it's going to be the make or break for Zach Kleinman <laughs> yeah that's but I mean that's where I'm just like just don't see the huge upsides my only problem 6-8 at least we dropped a powerful word so we can slide here into the 5 which I think is what we're going to do so that, I don't know. Dude, but he's 6'8". Like, that's undersized. I think we keep him at the... I don't think he starts at first. Really? You gotta make him prove himself? Like, I, no, I'm, I'm not saying, like... I'm saying just as an outside view, no opinion on him if I'm looking at who's starting. I think right now, Kyle Anderson's starting over him. I agree with that. Uh, if we start having a poor season, I think he might work his way into it. Right. If he starts averaging, you know... 15 points a game. Definitely yes, start. Yeah. But I think right now your starting lineup is still Ja, Dylan, Kyle, Jaron, and Steven Adams. <laughs> Which is just sad to say, but yeah. Although, Steven Adams only 28. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Because he was drafted by... Spent seven years there, and then... Four years in. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be, I think, kind of exciting to see. Just uh, Steven Adams, a big paint presence. He knows how to play with a really guard. Yeah, with a good guard. Yeah, and Russell Westbrook, who can get to the lane. Yep. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into this 11th pick. And James, James Booknight. Booknight. Is that how you say it? I don't know how to say it. Booknight, Booknight. We'll just call him James Booknight. I don't think this is a good pick for them. You don't. Now you have three point guards. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hornets. Yeah, well, was, ball. Yeah, if you He's got the ball in his hands the whole game now. They've proven that. Terry Rogier, who's turned into a three point specialist. And then you add him. It's like, maybe you just go for a shooting guard. Because you're starting shooting guard last year. Terry Rogier, I think. Yeah, but I think that. I think Terry Rogier is kind of the. I think you can kind of move Terry Rozier and James in now. I don't think Terry's going to be there for much longer. Then they'll trade him. Well, I think with the, his salary is huge. How many years? How many years are left on a salary? Like salary two, two? Or three, I think. Two, right? Because he didn't sign before the bubble. He signed after that year with the Celtics, so he has two more years. Right. Because he signed a huge contract where he got paid a good bit. Um, signed a trade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a good, it's a good. Uh, pick in terms of you know, he's maybe like the second best on the board at this time. Second most upside behind Moody. I still get why you don't get Moody. Yeah. I think I think you say that about twelve and thirteen also. Yeah. Primo Josh Joshua Primo out of Alabama and Chris Duarte out of um what is it, uh, Oregon I believe. Yeah. And Primo, we can't say anything because He's like a Spurs, Spurs pick. pick. Yeah. You know, the Spurs like to trade. They like to get picks. You're like, who is this guy? And 
they pan out. They pan out. Like, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, Patty Mills, you know, all those people. Yeah. No, you're not. Uh, they took Ginobili from Argentina. Everybody's like, what in the world's this? Yeah, who's this guy? He yes. won a gold medal over the U.S. in 2004. He's like, well, see why the Spurs took him, you yeah. know? So I think you're just going to have to kind of let this develop. And he only averaged eight points at um, Alabama. Shot 43% from the field. You can say whatever about this, but I don't want to say anything about the. Yeah, he is definitely a project, but... The Spurs know how to take on projects, yeah. so... We'll go ahead to the 13th. Quis uh, Duarte out of Oregon. Averaged 17 points there. He's an older dude, isn't he? I think he's, tw- I believe he's 24. 24? Because he had to sit out a year. And he was a senior this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Alright, well, what, do you, what are your opinions on him? I mean, go one more and you have Moody. Yeah. And, they're, and they play the same position, too, and Moody's... Three years younger, four years younger. Yeah. So I don't know. Moses May is the second youngest in draft. He's nineteen. Five. So I, I don't get why you don't do that. You wanted a shooting guard. Chris Chris Duarte is twenty four years old. Yeah. So that's I don't know. The Pacers may have fumbled the bag on that one. And they might see something in that front office, but I don't. They're a very limbo team. They're like in the middle. They're not rebuilding like the Pistons, Hornets. Oh, that's yeah. Or, but they're not like the Lakers and the Nets and the Warriors that are win now. Yeah. Or the Heat, I guess. They're like in the, and they've been in the middle for, you know, arguably since LeBron was on the Heat. Uh-huh. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why you don't think Moses Moody here. I know we've said that since like number six, yeah. but <laughs> he should have he gone higher. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just go ahead and get into 14 with Moses Moody out of Arkansas. I feel like we've talked about him more than we talked about Zaire today. I think we have, because that's who we wanted. Yes, that is who we wanted. And that's who we thought everybody was going to take. The Warriors got a stud. Yeah. With him and Jonathan Kaminga, they combined for 37 points the other day or against the Heat in the Summer League game. And they still lost. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, we wanted Kaminga. Not Kaminga, my bad. I'm sorry. Moses Moody. Yeah. And I hope he pans out. I hope Desire pans out. I hope Moses... I don't know. I don't want the Warriors to do well. I want Moses Moody to do well, and that's it. I, but at the same time, I don't. Because we passed... I, I'm that's an Arkansas true. I guess fan. That's true. I'm an Arkansas fan, and... So I want him for that reason. Uh, but at the same time, I think... I want Kleiman to be so successful, and the Grizz, Grizzlies to be so successful that everyone that they could have taken doesn't really do well. That's true. Or is worse than their pick. Yes. Maybe not. Maybe do well, but not be like, you know, maybe he averages the same amount in Zaire. He averages 10 points, Zaire averages 12. Yeah. You know? If Zaire like averages 12 in his prime, then that's bust. Oh, I'm saying that like his rookie year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you... Let's go ahead and we'll say this before we kind of jump in to talk, about, talk about some of the picks that we do like in the later first round and the second round how many points well let's just talk about in general statistics for Zaire this year what do you think he's averaging Zaire plays 30 minutes a game okay he averages 14 points 70 percent from the free throw line okay 35 percent from the three-point line 
Thirty-five. Thirty-five on fifty, and then fifty-two percent from the from like you know layups and stuff, jump shots. You said fifteen points per game. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh fourteen. Okay. Well, I think he averages twelve points. Okay. I think he shoots seventy percent from free throw line. I think he averages like two point three assists. Nothing spectacular. Rebounds, I bet he gets four. Three-point percentage, 25. Really? Dude, he's he's unimpressive to me. He shot 29% from three in college. With two parents, with two of his family members dying and then having, like, COVID outbreaks. Yeah, well, yeah, well, th- I think that that's in his favor, I think. Not that, obviously, you don't want stuff like that happening, but I think in terms of he's got a lot going on. I think you take that away. I mean, I th- let's just say he's thirty percent from the line, and I mean, he's, I mean, thirty percent from three. I just th- don't. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna quit talking talking bad about him. Uh, I think from the field though, he shoots forty five percent. Only thing I'm happy about him that I'm happy that you know he shows is that he wants to be in Memphis. Like his like when in his open press, I was like, this is a good place for me. This is the place I want to be. I want to be on this team. John Morant's awesome. To, awesome. He's gonna be awesome to play play with. I don't want a guy that's not gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm on the Grizzlies. Great. But who who is gonna get here with John Morant and Jaron and the young team who just had honestly a pretty impressive series against the Jazz? I know we only went to five games, but all of them were close except for the last one. Every single game was close. We took one. We were not supposed to take any. Right. John Morant was very impressive. And Dylan Brooks. Yes. So we're a young team. We're promising. I don't think there's one player in this whole draft who gets drafted here and sure. says, other than Cade Cunningham, if he falls this far. Yeah, which he's not. But, yeah. I don't think anybody gets here and says, oh, I'm bummed to be here. He had to play with John Morant. Ugh, what? That's terrible. Yeah, so that's all, that's one reason. Like Jaron, when we pick Jaron, he didn't even want to work out with us. He didn't want to give us his medical records. But then he did give us some medical records eventually, and we ended up picking him. And then he got here and said, like, oh, I love the barbecue and stuff. Like, yeah. Well, I like Jaron now, but at that time I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to pick that guy. You know, he doesn't want to be here. Why, why should I pick him? Hopefully. Anyway, enough on Zaire Williams. Yeah. I hope he pans out. I really do. But who else in the latter half of the first round do you want to talk about? Corey Kispert at 15. We'll just go ahead and talk about that. I really like that pick by the Wizards. They need a win-now established three-point shooter, which they got. Yeah. So, A-plus a on their draft report. Every Everybody <laughs> likes Corey Kispert. Dude, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, wasn't, I wouldn't have been surprised if he went, like, to the Kings, like you were saying. Yeah. If he went that Corey Kispert, he's like that white shooter with – more athleticism than most white guys. Yeah, if Moody is not on the board, that's who the Warriors pick. Yeah. Guarantee a three-point shooter that's going to... Dude, he had one dunk in the... Uh, I think it was the Final Four. I was like, wow. Like, just... Yeah. I was not expecting that athleticism. The only thing that's not super good about Corey Kisper is he's a two-year player. Right. So, it's kind of... It took him an extra year... Uh, I know that's not always. I don't know his exact age, but I know he's not the in the younger half uh, or 
you know, younger part of the draft guys. He's 22. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. All right. So he's, you know, I mean, how many years? He's a two-year guy? I believe so, yes. Yeah, two years. And he took him to the championship game. But, I mean, he also had Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. He did the most scoring, though. Yes, but Jalen Suggs was taking so much attention. That's true. I don't know. It's a great pick for the Wizards, in my opinion. Yes. I Oh, I think definitely at this position, Corey Kispert's best. Uh, I think you keep going, and then you get the Keon Johnson by the Knicks. I thought he was going to... Oh, well, now he's on Clippers, right? Yeah, he got traded. Yeah. Uh, I thought he's out of Tennessee, I believe. Yes, he is. And I believe that he was going to go a little higher yeah, than he did. Yeah, I thought it was. I think both of them were. Both of the... Uh, him and Jaden Springer were projected higher. Oh, oh! at one point, Jaden Springer, like, coming in was supposed to be the lottery. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> was what the, is this? I think 28th bit, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, I think the Clippers or the Knicks got a stud in Quentin Grimes. Yeah. Out of Houston, who killed the Memphis Tigers. What pick? What pick? He, he was twenty fifth in the Knicks trade. Oh, out of Houston. Out of Houston. Out of Houston, dude. He can ball. Yeah. He's big. Was it? Was he three or four years? Three, I believe. Yeah. Actually, I think he was a second year. We need to sit out a year so that gave you know he had to add a year to his life for his yeah. You know, out of the year because he had to sit out before they changed all those rules or whatever because he started out at Kansas uh-huh. had a meh and then he liked not a very good season and then he liked their coach at mm-hmm. Houston and he transferred there had to sit out a season of course the old NCAA rules yeah but he's a stud dude he is a very good player yeah he would kill Memphis and he was doing really well in March Madness uh, let's go to Rockets real quick the 24 Josh Christopher I like him He's a young guy. He's played with Jalen Green, AAU. Uh, he's kind of like that. He's kind of flashy. He's got, you know, wears nice, you know, he's yeah, drippy, so to say. <laughs> uh, so I think that's why he's known by media, and that's how I know a good... Jacob. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I like that take. I think that's a good take. I would take Quentin Grimes over him, just... Uh, Age-wise, I would do yeah, but also Jalen, I mean, uh, Quentin Grimes just played better than Jacob did at Arizona State. That's true. Then we're going to talk about 28, Jaden Springer. Can't skip over it being Tennessee. Jaden Springer, we don't like Tennessee necessarily, but Jaden Springer, not not as promising as he was. Yeah, he didn't have, yeah. Yeah, coming into Tennessee, he... It might have done him better taking off here and then just come to the NBA. Yeah, I think the 76ers, though, got a scorer. Yeah. Like, they can just drive to the hole, dunk over someone, and then be like, oh, cool, I scored 10 points. Like a Tyrese Maxey. Obviously, Tyrese Maxey is better than him. Yeah. We talked about last episode. We really like Tyrese Maxey. But yeah. I think James Springer could be a good, you know, uh, bench backcourt. Yeah. I think he's a I think he's a dedicated point guard. I think this just shows even more how much the Sixers want to trade Ben Simmons. Yeah, they draft another point guard. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to the thirty pick, which is the Grizzlies pick. Yes. Grizzlies traded two second round picks to get the Jazz's thirtieth pick. 
I believe I believe they traded um just one. It was two. Otherwise they would have given us a first round pick. No no, it was just it was just one. It was just the fortieth, correct? I think it was two. It was one like twenty twenty two, which is why we traded Grayson Allen for two. It was just the fortieth. Because oh, okay. I think the so we had grabbed the it we traded the fortieth that the Pelicans had, uh-huh. which we got, and then we traded that for the thirtieth. Gotcha. Where the Pelicans ended up drafting Gerard Butler. We'll get to that in a second. I like Gerard Butler. So the, we traded three future second round picks. Three. Yeah. The Utah Saints were draft rights to guard Jared Butler, 40th, and two future second-round picks from oh. Santi Aldama. See, I, it was worse. That's bad. Okay, yeah. I, I maybe That was just kind of on everybody. I thought, I thought we were going to make a bigger move there. So was I. And we just another power forward. Center, now, center, kind of. Center, power forward. So now we have Jaron, Steven Adams... Brandon Clark, Xavier Tillman, Killian Tilly, who will probably make our actual 13-man roster. But he, he, Killian's more of a small forward. I, this, this dude's a center. I've, I've looked into him a little bit. Yeah. He was playing over, uh, overseas, so he might stay there another year and we have his rights. Yeah. I, maybe that's what Kleinman was doing. But Kleinman, Kleinman's shown, like we've said, that he's able to draft up and do really well with these guys. Yeah. Um, just both of these picks were just not good drafts up, you know? Yeah, I think Zaire may turn out to be, he's a lottery pick, so every guy in the lottery is obviously good. Right. Uh, I don't know how about this guy. Right. Not very excited about him. Yeah, my, I think we should stick stuck with Jared, Gerard Butler. Yeah, just let him go there. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a lot better than Satya Odama. But anyway, you know. And Gerard Butler's a good point guard slash shooting guard, primarily shooting guard. Which is what we need, but we just don't want to draft that. They want to draft power forwards and centers, so. Yeah. Uh, whoa, talk. Yeah, Gerard Butler with the 40th. That's the next one who I'm um, just kind of like, okay, yeah, that's. I like that guy. Right. Um, and then I think the Pelicans, uh, well, this pick was gone to the Blazers, was at 43. The Pelicans. But really, the Blazers get Greg Brown out of Texas. I like Greg Brown. He's really versatile, uh, tall, power forward slash center. Would you pick him over Aldama? At thirty. At thirty. No. I think there are a lot of other guys on the board that you take. Yeah. BJ Boston. I'm taking him. You're taking him at thirty. Dude, be a project. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you just leave at 40. He, everybody knew he was dropping. We're at 40. He ended up going 51. Yeah, that's true. It, I mean, that was our pick, technically. We had just traded it to right. the Pelicans, and then the Pelicans ended up trading it to the Clippers. Uh, dude, I also like Luke Garza. I know he's a Luca Garza. I know he's a four-year player out of Iowa. Uh, he's a major player of the year. Yeah. He's a... Beast. He has his. He's getting his uh, number retired at Iowa for a reason. Yeah. Just let's that fifty one. Okay, we're trading it away to get a higher pick. Yeah, uh, but, I don't know. But there's so much more on the 
Boar, why are we trading up? I I don't really like Sharif Cooper too much. He's too small. Yeah, we already have that point guard. I think he needs a lot of shots to do well. But like I just Trey Young, which is weird that you draft someone that needs shots like Trey yeah. Young. Um, but I just don't I don't like this trade up at thirty. It kind of bugged me to be honest. I wasn't too bugged by the Zaire just because I know we had looked a lot into it. Yeah, but, there and Kleiman had said, you know, I really want this guy. But I'd never heard anything about Santi. Altama. <laughs> yeah, and these guys. Although, you good. know, Spanish people, we have good luck with him. He could be the next Marc Gasol for all we know. That is. I know it's a very big stretch, but Marc Gasol was picked like 43rd or something. If, so. he, if he averages 18 points uh-huh. in two years, uh-huh. no, in three years, okay, I'll take you to a Grizz game. All on me. Deal. Deal. But if he doesn't, okay, you have me. Fine. Three years. Okay. Eighteen points. We'll put it at seventeen and a half. Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's it with the Grizzlies and the draft stuff. Yeah. So I want to talk about the. Well, just a little segment. This will be very short. The Grizzlies are sending Desmond Bain, Sean McDermott, Killian Tilly, Xavier Tillman, Zaire, and Santi to to the summer league. Yeah, all well, expected. Except maybe Desmond Bain and Tillman. That's a little nah. But you want to win summer league. Yeah. Well, Desmond, Desmond and Xavier are there. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a little. I don't know why you send those two, considering they're going to be players that play this year. Yeah, Desmond had what 36 minutes and won a few playoff games. Yeah, he's playing a lot of minutes. So he's I think only just, three point shooter, like yeah. knockdown three point shooter. I think you're just trying to be like, just go out and take a bunch of shots. Exactly. Get shots up. Be ready. Especially with Xavier also. So that's definitely what they're doing there. Um, so yeah, that's a good summer league roster. I think we should win it. Yeah. Just based on who's going. Um, we finished two and one in our little Salt Lake City Invitational. But the one we lost, Bain, McDermott, Tilly, Tillman did not play. Wait, how much did we lose? Man? We lost like fifteen or something, but they did not play that game because it was a back to back. So they like started those four or five started. And we just didn't play them. Why? Why would there be a back to back in uh, some? Like I, I, just don't. You're trying to rest these guys. They're new. Right. Yeah. I guess you're saying, oh, well, you want to adapt them to the NBA right. season, but I, I just don't see why you do that. Yeah, I don't know either. But so we basically went two and zero when Apple played. Yeah. So I think we should win that with Zaire, hopefully showing yeah. out. Um, the USA men's team won gold. Yes. Which was awesome. A little surprising. A little su- okay, it wasn't surprising. We had the pieces to win gold. Just if everyone played together, were we going to win it? And Kevin Durant showed why he is the best USA men's player ever. Yeah, he also played He played more Olympics, though, than like Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan's like fourth in school. Like, obviously Michael Jordan's a goat. Yeah. I don't want to take anything away from Kevin Durant right now. He had a great... Olympics. Carry us. Yeah. Uh, you know who did really well? Zach Levine. No, no. Dang it. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, other teams. Patty Mills. Oh, and uh, Rubio. Yeah, they and both Evan. Went off. And Evan Fournier. <laughs> yeah, they went Fournier. off. Yeah. Evan Fournier got a bag, too. Eight, uh, four years, $80 million. Oh, my gosh, he got paid. Yeah. That's Patty at the Mills. Knicks, too, right? Yeah. Patty Mills going to the Nets, trying to win a ring. Ugh. Rubio, the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know what Patty Mills is? 
What? A Gris Killer. Oh, God, dude. They have, like, four of them on their team now. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, who's had, like, 60 against us, I think. Kevin Durant, who's going to be no one to guard him. And then Patty Mills now. Oh, my gosh. Bad. And Blake Griffin. Okay, Blake Griffin is washed up. Yes, but he's always killed the Grizz. He's always it's true. He's, he's always been able to anger Grizz fans because <laughs> of the way he flops and the way he's just able to, like you said, dunk on me. So yeah. I don't. So I'm glad we won Olympic gold. Yeah. Uh, Pamela McGee and Javale McGee, the first mother and son. Yes. To win an Olympic medal, which is kind of cool. Thirty-seven and, years apart. Yeah, but that's kind of cool. Kevin Durant. Like, is now the leading, like, points, shots taken, free throws made, all these crazy, he's, like, first in everything now, yeah. passing mellow. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad for them. They need it. Yeah. They need to not get, not lose. And I'm glad we knocked Gobert out. Well, me and my dad were talking about that. We were texting, we were in different places, just like, God, we hate when you go bare, you know. Ugh. And then he's crying. I was like, this is awesome. It's like Embiid crying when they lost to the Raptors. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. But... And then uh, as Memphis, I think we'll just wrap it up with Jalen Dern, Jalen Dern committing to Memphis. Uh, what two di- two days ago? Two days ago, yeah. That's huge. Uh, he was supposed to be a senior this year in the class of twenty twenty two. He reclassified. There were a lot of rumors that he was going to do that. The reason he didn't do it earlier in the summer so that he could play through EYBL. Uh, his team, Team Final, uh-huh. which had Amani Bates on it for a little bit, uh-huh. ended up winning out Peach Jam. Wow. Yeah, so he's a good dude. One thing I don't like, well, actually, this is in, let me just, I don't remember who it, maybe it was Jason Johnson show, maybe it was Gary Parish. don't remember who I was listening to exactly. Uh, sorry f- to whoever I'm getting this wrong, if I am. But they said for Jalen Duran being a number one prospect in the class of 2022, he was not as impressive as he should have been. Which things? Yeah. And I I, I know Monty Bates is good, and if Jalen Duran's ranked over him, okay. I know Monty Bates just came out with his final four. Yeah, I think Memphis is in that. Memphis, Michigan State, Oregon, and G League. So, yeah. So I, I, think, I think we beat out Oregon and Michigan State. Yeah. Well, because he already decommitted there too. He already decommitted from Michigan State. Yeah, so I think we got him as well. Hopefully, knock on wood. But I'm really happy for Memphis basketball to not get completely screwed. Yeah. Hopefully, I hope they aren't be like, oh, you can't play. You know, some tampering crap like yeah. uh, James Wiseman. But yeah, if Penny is paying, if it comes out that Dern's being paid by Penny, then we need to we need to figure something out. There are too many ways now with the NIL that you can pay a player indirectly right just have like a buy a mattress firm yeah be sponsored by a mattress firm i don't know oh yeah i saw that <laughs> <laughs> so uh hopefully we can pull in imani bates have the number one recruiting class yeah but once again tigers are looking up you know they say decommitted whatever screw you we don't need you you weren't that good anyway uh-huh. and we will see you next time so signing out from the s of hoops we will see you next time Essence of hoops. Uh, essence, my bad. You said S of hoops. Essence, whatever. Whatever. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next time for episode three.